This your man, Worldwide Jeff, coming to you live and direct in the place where you need to be and where you should be, and that's rocking with me. And I'm basically here to make sense out of any and everything that doesn't make sense while still giving you my two cents. Now, before we start the show and really get into things, I want to first and foremost give a big shout out to my man, Dave Bustello, the uh, audio engineer and producer of the show. It's episode two, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody that tuned in to episode one. If you haven't, go to the IG, Facebook, Twitter, and check out the Worldwide Jeff Show. The link is in the bio. The show is also broadcasted on SoundCloud and Anchor.fm. So today's show, the other day, we uh, episode one, we started out with, um, is Virginia a basketball state? That's, that's what we, we started it off with. And ironically, I got, a, I got a text message, okay? I got a text message with some... With some interesting messages behind it in the sense of, no, it's not. Basically, that's what this claim was from the person who sent this to me was, Virginia is not a basketball state. Now, anyone else that would have sent me this, I probably would have had some choice words for them. And I probably wouldn't be friends with them. But this person, this one person, I felt as though it, it needed to be a reason why he said that. There needed to be an explanation behind it. And the man who said it, his resume is very, very, very well put together. The man I'm speaking of is one James Parker. He is the commissioner and founder of the Premier Youth Basketball League. He attended Morgan State, but had a little bit too much fun there. So he graduated from Bowie. The PYBL was founded in 2014 with six boys teams and only 60 players. Today, It is amongst 20 boys teams and 17 girls teams. Two divisions, elite and rising stars. And also, you can find all their information on thepybl.org. The PYBL can be found on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, it's the Premier Youth Basketball League. So, I felt it was only right. This man needed his day and his, his shine. He needed to let the world know why the Premier Youth Basketball League, one, is... Elite, premier, all the all the, the the accolades that are in the name, he needs to express that. And then also he needs to clarify what he meant by Virginia is not a basketball state. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the world, please let us introduce my man, Mr. James Parker. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jeff, for having me on. I want to say first of all that I'm humbled for you to ask me to do this, your second episode. I appreciate it. And, and I'm just happy to be on with you, man. Let's let's talk some basketball. Thank you, James. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. So, again, today's title is, who runs the DMV? Who runs it? You know what I'm saying? What, who runs it, honestly? Um, and I really want to know that question. So, I guess before we really dive into everything, let's ask the ultimate question of, why did you create the PYBL? Well, we created the PYBL, uh, I had the idea about, actually, like 10 years ago. But my wife, Taryn Parker, she, she helped me put it on paper. Um, basically in our area, middle school basketball wasn't big at all. You know, there's been a resurgence of it since we started. You look at a lot of leagues that started four or five years ago. Mind you, we started six years ago. So they came in after us. And in that marketplace, there wasn't much basketball. The top kids were like Prentice Hub, who's now at Notre Dame, Jared Bynum, who's at St. Joe's playing college ball. In the wintertime, there was no high-level basketball for those kids. So basically they were, they were, waiting, for, they were waiting for spring to play AAU. So in the wintertime playing middle school ball, you know, kids aren't on their level. That's why we say it's levels. 
Middle school ball, kids on their level, and all the top kids score like 30, 40 points a game on the middle school teams. There's no competition from November to March for the top kids, which is crazy because that's basketball season. Right, it you, is. You look at the AU circuit, when you're young, you play up in the wintertime. So if you're on a 10U team, you play 11U. But when you get to eighth grade, the ninth grade is playing high school now. So there's nobody for you to play up in your AU ball. There's no competition for you. Maybe like two tournaments a year they have, you know, something you could do. Outside that, there's nothing. So we wanted to fill that void, and we did. And, you know, we did it the right way. We didn't want to cut corners on uniforms and, and stats and, and gyms and things like that. So we did things at a high level, and people just took to it. And and it's crazy to speak on doing things at a high level. If you haven't checked out a PYBL game, you need to. You need to be in the gym. Um, I always tell people from the jump, it gives you an NBA atmosphere. Um, they pretty much have everything imaginable for this league. And you almost forget that it's middle school. They have the talent. They have the showmanship. They have the well-organization skills from the time when you walk in and you're seeing posters and different merchandise for sale. And then there's a great smell from the concession stand. Um, and then you walk in the gym and it's just the energy from the parents to the coaches to the fans that just come out to watch basketball in general. And and then you even got the speaker going. So that's for your, your people that love to just enjoy having a good time on their free time. Um, so definitely please check that out. Another thing um, I wanted to definitely touch on, because like we said, we were, you run a great organization. And I feel one thing that doesn't get highlighted enough is what are some key people or things needed for you to run such an amazing program and organization? I think the key for us is affiliated high schools. Um, we have to have places where we can have games at. So without the high school, since we don't have our own gym, without high schools helping out, which they've done a great job of, uh, so, so like Cesar Chavez, Malcolm Battles been a great supporter of our league. He's a great supporter of everybody, man. That's an amazing dude right there that helps a lot of people. But programs like that help us survive because without them, we don't have gyms, we don't have facilities. That's the main thing, getting facilities. Um, Jamal Maddox, who runs our referees, he's been great with us for years, making sure things are the right way and getting the right referees in and understanding our game and our style of game and understanding our players. You right. know, what to call, what not to call. You know, everybody's complaining about refs. We get ref complaints in the NBA. Exactly. But our refs do a good job of understanding how to manage our game and understanding what to do and what not to do, when to and when not to. So mm -hmm. I think referees is huge. Uh, and then our staff. You know, our staff is family. Wow. Our staff is family. And so. that's, that's not usually a usual thing, you know what I'm saying, hearing that your staff is family. Could you elaborate on that a little bit more? Well, you know, my wife helped. We run it together, run the league together. My, my mother's at the door. You know, my father-in-law runs concessions. So, you know, Dave, who, who I coached when he was 10 to 15, Dave Baskin. Hey, um, running rebel. Yeah, who also, Fairmont Heights, assistant coach of Fairmont Heights, won the back-to-back state championships as assistant there, won four straight PYBL championships. He's family. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Raleigh Powell's a part of our group, too. He, he was in my wedding. <laughs> it <laughs> so, really is a family yeah, organization. A, you know, it, it, this is our baby, man. So we don't want to have people in there that we don't trust. Not saying we don't trust a lot of people, but we want people that we know best and know they're going to have our best at heart. And got to give a shout-out to our guy, Alante. Hey, <laughs> Lante, Lante, Lante. The, the stat that he's on the clock, man. Lante does anything asked. He's, he's amazing. He was in a referee shirt one day, wasn't he? Was. He was. He wasn't with us that day. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That day. okay. But Lante is a huge <laughs> part of what we do, man. He runs a lot of things. Um, he was a blessing for us. He really was. Okay, okay. And 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 the funny part is, he said you get the family. He, it's a family-run organization, so that should automatically tell you people you're going to get a family atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? This is a very family-oriented program. So please, please again, check check them out. Um, another thing I want to know is, uh, where do you see yourself 
in five years when it comes to the PYB? Where, where's the where's the five year plan for the PYB? It's funny man? because we had a, when we first started, we had a five year plan and we exceeded that in like three. Bang! You heard him. So, so with mm. PYB on now, we started with six teams. Um, we're at I don't even know what 48, 40 something. You said thirty seven. I don't even know. We got so many teams now. Actually, we have two. What my goal is is I think we can be franchise nationwide. I okay. think every, every every area needs a PYBL. I agree um, to that. Yeah, because middle school basketball, school ball is bad. Okay. If you ever seen a public school game, uh, the, the games are bad. Yeah, it's kind of rough. Yeah, and, and you know, you have about three, basically you have about three real basketball players and other kids like, oh, I'll check it out. I'll try some basketball. Let me go out and do this. Right. And then they get smashed by, you know what I'm saying, kids that can hoop. <laughs> kids that really do this. And like, then, I'm, I'm doing it for fun, but this kid really does this. Right, right. And then be upset when, when you know what I'm saying, they're on the losing end all the time. Yeah, you know, we had like, like Kalen Cobb was one of the players in our league now. People complained about him all year. So he wasn't fair for him to play middle school. Called him LeBron James. He's like 6'2 and can dunk. I mean, but to us, that's regular. Game right, that's player. a regular player. That's a regular like, that player. That kill me like you have parents out here that be like, oh, I know a kid. He big for his age. He's a 5'6", 8th grader. But can he like, run and walk a, and a catch? Five, a 5'6", 8th grader is not big. You know, <laughs> that's little to us. Facts. But the average, the average person say, oh, he's 5'10", 8th grade. He's huge. No, he's not. <laughs> and on our level, it's different. That's why I had saying this levels. It's you got to understand that it's different, man. We are on a different level of basketball. Like you said, it's basically the NBA of middle school for what our area is. Exactly. This is the best from each AAU team, the best from each area, going head-to-head each week. There are no letdowns. There are no soft games. You got to come on battle. You're going to get beat, period. Hey, there's one thing I could definitely, definitely stamp about uh, Mr. James Parker is that there's one official unwritten rule about the PYBL. When you step between those lines, it is a competitive nature. And if you aren't coming ready to be competitive, don't be upset if you happen to be on the bench. If you decide, hey, this is not for me, because that's one thing he prides himself on is competitive, entertaining basketball. They go hand in hand for him. If it's not competitive and it's not entertaining, it don't need to be in his league and it's not in his league. Um, And you had also, before we go further, you had said that you want to be nationwide with this. What are some some outside of the area, outside of the, the immediate DMV that you've definitely acquired players from? Well, we, we've had players from as far as Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, West Shouts Virginia. Shout out to Pittsburgh, if you listen. West Virginia, if you yeah, listen. Delaware. Um, this season, we had a Hampton and a Richmond team. 757 in the building. Okay. So, you know, we've, we've, we've slowly expanded outward. The issue is I just don't want to lose that level of competition. And it's about who in another area can run our baby while I'm not there. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. a lot of what we do, me and Taryn, what we do is hands-on. We're really hands-on with everything we do. And a lot of times, it's, it's really not written. It's just a thought, hey, this might work. Let's try this out. Mm-hmm. And then it goes and it works. Okay. So we go to other areas. Like, we've been approaching people from Florida before, uh, Georgia, New York, Detroit. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this, this that league is pretty cool. Maybe we can do it there. But what I don't want it to be is we go there. It's just an AAU league. You know, right. everybody get the AAU teams together. Then it becomes like everything else. Okay. What separates us is there are no affiliations AAU-wide with us. We have the best kids, period. If you live in PG County... You know, you play with the PG County team regardless of who you play AAU for. You live in Loudoun, you play with Loudoun. You live in hey. Fairfax, you play with Fairfax. You know, and that's what our league is. Um, each team is based in a certain area, so each county has a team. It's the best kids from each county. PG, Montgomery, Baltimore, Howard, D.C., Fairfax, you know, Loudoun, Alexandria City, Arlington City, you name it. That's where our kids come from. Regardless of affiliations, you know, the best kids come out and play. So hmm. if we go somewhere else, we want whatever. So we say we do New York. Right. It's a Harlem team. It's a Brooklyn team. It's a Bronx team. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. So we want to keep that same vibe everywhere we go. 
Okay. Because a lot of everywhere else is, is kind of air you dominated. Right. And this year, this this area is the same. Right. You know, you got your, your main organizations that dominate everything, but we were able to kind of weave in between that, mm-hmm. and they understand that we're not a threat. Right. We just want to. If, if you want to showcase your kids, you should be on the same page with us. That's what we're trying to do. That's all we ever want to do. You know, we just want to showcase the kids, man. Showcase all of them, not just yours, but all of them. Very so true. you have kids on the same man. You've seen play on different teams in the PYBL and go at each other. Yeah, yeah. The the competition level definitely heightens up when you get to play against your teammate that you play with. And you, you, you'll see some more animosity because <laughs> you'll have your teammate that you play with you playing against. Yeah. You'll get some animosity. Say you starting shooting guard on the air. You team, I'm your backup. Right. And, and PYBL, I ain't your backup no more. I'm going to fire you up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to show you I need to be on the floor. Definitely. Like, coach, come to the game today. I'm playing your man. <laughs> definitely, definitely some, some, I feel as though some spots have been rearranged on the roster and the depth chart because of the matchups that have occurred. One, the one of the best games we ever had. I think you were, you were on the ones and twos on the stats. Fairfax Charles game, the championship game of 2025. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and those kids were all on the same AU team. They would take over together. Right. And I was worried because in the summer prior, they weren't on the same AU team. Well, Keith was doing, Keith was the first one. He was an innovator with this. He came to our games in the summertime, got plucked the best kids and made his eighth grade team with him. Mm. You know, before everybody's like, too cool. I ain't going to go out there and do that. No, nah, Keith right. was bringing off Big Dollar Depot, the Grant Brothers. <laughs> he had them shaking kids' hands like, come on, play with takeover. Exactly. So long story short, Fairfax Charles played each other in the summer championship. Okay. These are the kids that are juniors now. Played the summer championship, had a good game, one deal Charles wins. Come wintertime, they're the top four or five kids on each team are one AAU team together. Hmm. So you say, how's that gonna work? You know, is, is, are they gonna be nice to each other? Are they gonna let let down <laughs> and you know, that's my man now, I'm not gonna go hard. Right. Man, I was scared they was gonna hurt each other when they played that game. <laughs> During the game, they went it, it just made everything hype more because you're gonna see that dude at practice the next day. You can't let him know he beat you. Exactly. That game, they played two games that came down to the final shot both times. And it was it was definitely an amazing, amazing game. That's one to this day. That may be the best. The championship game may be the best game we've ever had. One of the one of the most exciting finishes we've ever had. I definitely can agree with that. So since we're talking about some past things, I wanted you to highlight, if possible, and again, this can wait till the end of the show. It's up to you if you can answer it now. What class, past or present, from your Premier Youth Basketball League is your favorite? Hey, all my babies, man. That's a, that's a tough one. <laughs> That's a tough one. It, it, each class has a certain place for me. 2018 was the, one, the little guys that started it. Okay. They came to a league when there was nothing there. Okay. 2019, I had a relationship with them because I coached their age group since they were like 9, 10, so I knew those kids. Right. You know, Makai Long and those Casey Morsell, who's WCAC Player of the Year, they came in. They took the league to another level. They were like our Jordan Bird. They were like our Magic and Bird, right? Mm, okay. They took the NBA to the next level. Right. 2019 class took us to that next level. They made it cool to play PYBL. It was all the, you know, all the known kids. You know, certain kids, people just follow. Right. All those kids played. And so I, I would have to say the most important to this league was 2019. Shout out to the um, class of 2019. Overall, maybe the best might have been 2020. Okay. Might have been 2020. That was a class that, you know, Terrence Williams, who, you know, PYBL, Mr. Mm. PYBL himself, you know, Earl Timberlake, Hunter Dickinson, Jeremy Roach, Isaiah Todd. Um, you know, that list goes on and it's, on. It's a lot of great names he mentioned there. Please Google, yeah. highlight who, whatever yeah, you need Jeremy to do. Rose, you need to find out Todd, about it. You want to, you know, Terrence Williams. A couple of them uh, played on Chuck. the uh, USA team, correct? Yes, yes. Yes, they did. It was Zion Harmon, who was 2021, was on that team. Jeremy Roach, 2020, was on that team. Isaiah Todd, who's now trying to move to 2019 and go to Kentucky next year. Oh. Was on that, that I didn't USA know that. team. 
Yeah, you know, mm. you got your Baltimore guys. You got Shea Evans, who's one of the top players in that city. Uh, you got Ace Baldwin, who's in the 2020 class, who's one of the top point guards in the country. Hey, my man, Ace, yo. Yeah, and, Ace. That's what I'm Ooh. saying, man. Every game was a battle then. It and was. what we did now, we're getting more teams in the area, but we're going to cut down on area teams. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it, it's not as exclusive as it should be right now. Okay. You know, kids are playing a league that, bless their hearts, they love basketball, but this ain't for everybody. It's levels for a it's reason. It's levels. PYBL is a monster. Right. <laughs> Until you play it, you don't really get it. You know what I'm saying? You say, all oh, those true. kids are pretty good. No, those kids are killers. Right. A, a middle schooler, honestly, that can just throw a lob up and a freakish dunk happens afterwards is, is just not normal from a middle school and perspective. And see, people have said, it's, when we first started, they was like, man, the kid's not that good. Right. You fast forward to high school and you get every top program. You're not going to find a program without a PYBL kid. You're just not. You you're flat it. out, you're not. You're not. You're not in the DMV. You're not going to find a very good program in the DMV without a PYBL kid on it. Good hmm. luck. So good luck. Are you the father of the new era of basketball? I consider myself, like, like J. Cole say, the middle child. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I consider myself the guy in the middle. I'm older than the young guys. Young okay. guys coming up, but I'm not up there with the Keith Stevens. I still look up to those guys. Those still are mentors to me. Okay. Those guys on that level. So I'm right in the middle. Okay. You know, it, it's it's almost my time. All right. <laughs> it ain't there yet, but it, it, it's I'm I'm in the middle. I'm the middle child right now. You my know, man. I can still rap to the young guys and like Dave and them who's coming up in their twenties. Right. And help them coach to our Frederick coach who also coaches at Wilson. Mm-hmm. I can talk to them about basketball, and I can go in the office and I can talk to you know Keith Stevens and those guys like that about what they're doing. Okay. So I'm in between right now. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Um, what are your thoughts on the way the game is being played today versus the way the game was played back in the day? It's more skilled now. Oh, okay. I think it's more skilled. Now, when you look at when I played, when I grew up in the 90s, kids were talented. But you got, I mean, you got 10-year-olds who can do, like, double crosses behind the back, spin move, finish layups. It's just crazy. And we didn't, in mm-hmm. eighth grade, you know, I played eighth grade middle school ball, too. We didn't have kids banging on people, you know, catching oops. <laughs> you know, I didn't have Looking to. Looking to embarrass somebody. That's what I'm saying. I didn't have to wash my head back in those days. I think right. the skill level has gotten better. Um, okay. Overall, the fundamentals may not be as good. But see, I think that's a cop off for the old heads. Like, they got to try to save something for themselves. Like I said, I'm in the middle. Right. I'm old. I ain't that old. It was I'm my thirties. Which is why you're a great person to explain. You know. Yeah, the, the the middle. The kids. The kids now the are better. I've been coaching since 2003. The kids now are way better than they were then. Okay. Overall, they're way better. So it's not even close. Like somebody, the people come all the time. Oh, they fundamentals. You know, we need to get some European kids. Get that nonsense out of here. <laughs> <laughs> These kids out here are hoopers. Facts. You know Very what I'm saying? True. They're hoopers. Then they say, oh, the jump shot. They don't shoot jumps anymore. Then here comes Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Right. Change oh, the game. He's, he's shooting too much. Right. Now he's shooting too much. Right. Nobody can shoot anymore. They right. don't want to go downhill. Now you, now you got a generation of kids that want to shoot the three. Oh, they shoot the three too much. So which way do you want it? You was mad when they wasn't able to shoot, so they weren't they weren't talented and skilled enough. They just wanted to dribble and go to the hoop. Now they shoot the three ball. You don't like that either. Right. I mean, everybody wants to feel like their generation is the best. Exactly. But, you know, as time goes, everything gets better over time, period. Very true. I don't care what it is. It gets better over time. Hmm. So, you know, with basketball, it's the same way. Okay. It's better. It's better. Hmm. Which is why there's levels to this, yeah. you know, because... If, and then you got your guys in their 40s who, you know, they got this show and they talk about, you know, 80s basketball in D.C. area. He would have cooked everybody down. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not trying to hear it. 
Fact. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they weren't good players. Of course, there's good players in every generation. But, but generationally, players are different. Exactly. The new generation can't go back and play bully ball yeah. with them. And the new generation, old generation can't come to the new and try and back down no, everybody. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm making somebody mad, but I watch a 90s NBA game. And it is boring as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be real. You know, Michael Jordan, <laughs> he's getting buckets on, on professors at Hampton University out there. Like Jeff Hornacek. Come on, dog. <laughs> So I want to put a quick pause in in this um, because it's, 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 it, we need to touch this topic before we before we backtrack and get off of it. You texted me and you told me that Virginia is not a basketball state, and I feel this will help us lead into the following question um, coming up. What what you mean by that, man? Virginia is not a basketball. I say state? what I mean. I mean what I say. Oh, I'm from the mecca of basketball in the United States of America, PG County. Oh. You heard PG him. count. You heard what he claimed. Hey, that's that's me. That's home. That's always gonna be home. Now, now what I've done now because I'm coaching. I'm coaching in, in Loudoun County. I live in Loudoun now, so I'm seeing more Virginia basketball. And I'll be honest with you, the talent level out here is better than I thought. Better than I thought. Now Virginia's good. I'll give I'll give you Richmond. I'll give you that Hampton Norfolk area. Oh, okay. Seven five got a stamp, but but not Northern. No, uh, no, not certain. And the thing uh, about Northern Virginia. Uh, <laughs> And, okay, listen to this, though. Listen to this. This is my theory on this, right? You All take right. a 10-year-old kid from Loudoun County. Okay. Or Fairfax. Okay. His team is playing against a team from PG County. Right. At 9, 10 years old, just not knowing anything about the teams, who do you think wins? PG. Exactly. <laughs> it's the mindset. It's mentality. And that PG County kid at 9 or 10 says, I'm going to murder this Loudoun kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that Loudoun kid says, I don't know why we're playing this game. We need to play some kids like us. Right. So I think it's more of a mentality thing than talent because the talent is here, but the, the Virginia kids get in a bubble. They just get in mm. that bubble and they're scared to come out. Like, 9, 10 years old, you should not be thinking that kid is better than me just because of where he lives. Very true. But it, it, it is. It is what it is. You, can, you take an eight-year-old team. Mm-hmm. That eight-year-old D.C. PG County team is going to say, we want a Virginia today? Oh, it's all dubs. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma okay. come out because I'm getting a bucket. Basically, we, basically, Virginia, what he's trying to say is, and I'll say it for him, we looked as a hot lick. Okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We are walking, talking hot but, lick. But I'm out here now. You look at yourself that way. You look down at yourselves in basketball, and you look at those PG County and Maryland kids, you say, those kids are better than me. Hmm. Or you'll take a parent. I've had parents come to me and say, you know, we, we don't, we're not good against those type teams, those athletic teams that can really play. We're good out here in Virginia right? what we are. But against those teams, our kids can't play that. We know that. Right. What do you mean you know that? It's talented kids out here. It's a lot of talent. Jeremy Roach is Loudoun County kids, one of the best guards in the country. Yeah. You know Josiah what I'm saying? Josiah Mason. Josiah Mason. You, you took a Chuck, Chuck Harris, the starter for Gonzaga, won a championship this year. Cameron Savage. He Cam Savage. He's from Reston. I mean, it's, it's players. No, I'm not saying there aren't players here. Facts, facts. But it's just the mentality here, and it's, it's just broke right now. Hmm. The mentality is broken. An AAU team, outside of a couple, Coach Herb Lansdowne does a good job hmm. with man-to-man. He'll go play anybody. But the majority of Virginia teams do not go out and play people. They so, play other Virginia people. Because they're scared of that comp, man. They're ducking that wreck. And so when you get a really good Virginia kid, what do they say? Oh, I'm not playing on Virginia team. They don't play nobody. Hmm, so I'm going, to, I'm going to Maryland to play. We're basically we're basically pushing away the players that we are. able to hold And I'm saying Virginia we because I'm in Ashburn now. We are. We're hey, pushing welcome, them away. Welcome to Ashburn. We're, we're, you're pushing kids away because you're scared of competition. One, you're scared to get beat. Two, you're scared that the kid is so good that you're going to lose him. That's Very another true. thing. These coaches out here are selfish. A lot of Fairfax kids miss playing in our league that could play because their AAU coach is scared they're going to lose them to another organization. 
So the AAU coach said, downplay the PYBL. How you going to downplay us? All we do is support kids. Look what we've done for six, seven years now. Exactly. And you say, oh, don't do that. Why? And I want to tell the parents, like, why is he telling you don't do that? What is his reason for? And, and as a parent, are you going out and, and investigating exactly what is the myth and what is reality? No, they don't. They, go, they trust that coach. Okay. But you got to look at that coach has an agenda. I don't have an agenda. I'm not making an AAU team with your kid. Facts. I want to show, if your kid is talented, I want him to showcase his ability to everybody that can see and 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 we're gonna definitely highlight what he's able to how how he's able to definitely help y'all showcase that outside of um just the. I, I, I want to help Virginia basketball, man. You, we got a Fairfax team, and half the kids aren't from Fairfax, which needs to change. So Fairfax, Loudon, all, all of the the Virginia teams. Let's let's. The, the, it's let's the mom get on it, pop, man. It's the mom and pop AAU teams. Let's let let's stop let's stop thinking so so line so smallly. Let's let's treat this like hip hop, basically. All right, if we're going to claim that we're representing for Virginia, I need everybody that's a baller in Virginia to stand up and ball for Virginia. It does not matter where the other person that you're playing against is from because last time I checked, we the realest. And if I'm claiming we the realest and you're, you're a baller, you need to also claim you the realest because you're putting the time in to be great for yourself and for your state of Virginia. Um, so Let me say one more thing about yeah, that. Yeah, go for it, please, please. And the parents need to realize they have the control, not the coach. Like a mm. coach say, you ain't going to play with us no more. Like if he says that, don't play then. The okay. coach has no control. That is your child. You do what you want with your kid. <laughs> he did not yeah. birth that no, baby. <laughs> yeah, a couple years ago, a coach said, point blank. He called, we have, they had kids have a game on Wednesday night. Big PYBL game. Hughes game. Kids looking forward to it. There's two games that night. So all the kids played on the four teams that were playing. It was a D.C. area team. Okay. I'm going to say name organization. But the coach says, yeah, it's Tuesday night. Tuesday night. We got practice tomorrow at 6. And, and you better not miss our practice for the PYBL game. Quote, unquote. And every parent on the team said, you tripping. As they <laughs> we, should. We going to our game. Right. And you know what happened when they got back to practice the next time? What happened? Nothing. What's he going to do? The parents had control. You going to not have a team no more? Hmm. The parents had control but don't realize it. Hmm. And the coaches make idle threats. I mean, we're not, like I said, we're, we're, we're doing things for these kids. We about the people, baby. Hey. And, and and that's how you should be, man. For the people, by the people. Um, so what are some top players, girls and boys, that are entering high school from your league? Entering, so eighth grade now, that's what you think. Yes, yes, yes. Eighth grade now. So they'll be ninth graders. Um Jacoy Hutchinson is, okay. is, was our was our most outstanding player of the summer. Uh Deshaun Harris Smith is our most outstanding player now. He's a dog. Mm. Coincidentally, they both play for Team Takeover together. Oh. Yeah. Deshaun Harris Smith, man, he's flat out. You know the basketball scene. People, basketball folks, if you've seen DeMatha, Earl Timberlake plays with DeMatha, he's very similar to him. Just that dog mentality. Woo! Like, just play hard. Really not great at anything. Right. But just when his team needs something done, he knows how to get it done. They need a three, he'll hit a three. They need a rebound, he'll get that. He'll guard your best player. Um, of course, Kalen Cobb. Is what we mentioned earlier. Super athletic. His mom's the head coach of Howard Women's Team. That is true, very true. And shout out to the Real HU if you heard the first episode. So you know, it's some Amani Hansberry is the top big in the area. He's probably one of the best bigs to come out in a long time from okay. this area. Um, man, you know, there's so many kids that can play. Okay. So much talent out here. Uh, Fat Man Bogues, who is Muggsy Bogues' grandson. Mm, quick mm, as a hiccup. Mm, mm. He quick as a hiccup. He can play. It's just, it's just another, so many good kids, man. Okay. Um, kids. Matter of fact, I got to give a shout out to the seventh grade named Benjamin Hammond. Benjamin Hammond. He is next. And, and guards from this area that go this huge, he's next. Okay. As a seventh grader, he is, man, he's tough. Benjamin Hammond 
is a is a Prince William kid, a Manassas kid. His brother's at PVI now, so I think PVI might have a lead on the recruiting process for him. But he's gonna be a stud, man. Okay. I'm extremely high on Ben Hammond. I'm I'm always excited and happy to hear that. Plays with the Dream Chasers program, Dream Chasers slash Boo Williams right now. Yeah, anybody that's that's getting the the stamp of stud after their name, um, I'm I'm with you all the way. Benjamin Hammond, follow him now. Say you were the first one. You can tell your friends, man. I've been watching Ben Hammond play. <laughs> be, yeah, be be an innovator, be a trendsetter. All right, be the one that says I've been watching Ben Hammond play. Right, he's absolutely right. Um, so sp- speaking on, you know, what I'm saying we spoke on the people entering high school. Who are some alumni from the PYBL that are out here making noise? You had minutes, minutes, <clears throat> you had mentioned Prentice Hub earlier. Who are who are some other some other people? I mean, to be honest, it's it's hard to list because pretty much every good player you probably can think of in the DMV played in our league. Okay, you know, you want to go with let's go, we go champions. You go Gonzaga, uh, Terrence Williams played in our league. Uh, Sidwell France has a couple young guys who just won a DC championship. They beat Wilson. Who Wilson starts, uh, Dominguez Stevens and Jay Heath, who both played in our league. Um, you know, Casey Morsell, two out of three players here at WCAC were in our league. Mm. So Trevor Kills, who's a 10th grader, mm. was, uh, was, was MVP. They had three of them. It was Trevor Kills, um, Casey Morsell, and Justin Moore were the three. Justin was actually on a roster his, ninth, his eighth grade year, but didn't play because he ended up playing JV at St. Stephen's, so he didn't play. He's the one that didn't play out of those three. And the funny thing about Trevor and Casey, they weren't highly ranked as eighth graders. Okay. So, you know, it's like, why are they the most outstanding players? They're not even that good. Like, yes, they are. Y'all tripping. We see these kids <laughs> play every week. We have full stats from legit stats. These are the best players. Right. And you look, you fast forward, you know, players of the year. Uh, little Doug, Doug that said PVI, Doug was in our league. Doug is making big noise, by the way. Um, I feel as though every time I turn on the social media, I'm He's seeing somewhere. something He's about Doug something. with a highlight or something. So big up to Doug. I, Isaiah Todd, who who made news recently, like I said, he's 2020, but maybe going 2019 hmm. and going straight to Kentucky. Um, man, Ace Ball in the special out of Baltimore. Love Ace, love the family. Yeah. Shout out praying for his dad who was diagnosed with leukemia. Oh man, I'm sorry so, to hear you that. Know, Ace. Yeah, he, sorry, you know he's, his dad is an amazing follower, man. So you know Atlanta school, uh, Cannon Reynolds, like we said, Prentice Hub was amazing. He's playing and starting at Notre Dame now. Jared Bynum, who was IC Player of the Year at St. Joe's. St. Joe's, right? Yeah. Votto Morris, who was IC Player of the Year from Bullets. Those who play on the same team in our league. Hmm. We, you know, he he's at Mount St. Joe's and he's doing his thing now. Um, like if, if the more time you give me, I can do this all day. Like talking about, <laughs> like, I'm trying to just kind of condense. Right, 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 right. I mean, like like I said, Mackay Long going to Rhode Island. Okay. Uh, Jay Heath, Boston College. It, it's um, it's safe to say, all in all, that. If you want, if you're a betting person, you know, men or woman, if you're a betting person, you need to bet on Parker, bet on the PYBL, bet on the Premier Youth Basketball League. Now, earlier you said you're, you know, what I'm saying the goal is also to help the kids, um, and so you highlighted the fact that you know you're a Premier Youth Basketball League and things of that nature. But could you also tell us about your junior NBA time? One thing I wanted you to touch on is how you uh. Pretty much low key showed off the Premier Youth Basketball League to the world, if you will, um, by attending the Junior NBA. Go ahead and highlight that for us, the Junior NBA part. Well, what that was was it was a team of PYBL kids, Junior NBA kids, um, went under went under the Slam City name with Coach Walt Webb, who was a mentor of mine. Um, and it was a heck of an experience, man. Like they paid for everything. You're in, you're in Florida for like nine days for free. They mm. paid for your plane. 
They paid for a hotel. They paid for three meals and a snack a day. And they didn't really keep up with the meals. Neither. You can get more than three. <laughs> we, was, we was out there eating. <laughs> so, man, the experience for the kids. Vince Carter called the games. Oh, wow. Vince Carter was calling the games. Yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade's there. It's NBA players. It's the NBA wanted really to make that look like it was the NBA. They wanted you to feel like an NBA player for a week. Okay. So, man, that was just, I made some, some bonds, man. Sammy out of Baltimore. That's hey, my guy now. You know, we, we spent a lot of time together out there. He's a great kid, man. He's you know, that, that was too. fun. Kalen, I've been around Kalen so much over the years. He's been in the league for four years. So he was out there. Jarius Walker, who Jarris got Walker. earlier, who's now an IMG. I, well, I figured this was a nice segue to slide in Jarius Walker. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a little while. <laughs> Jarius Walker's another one that was there, man. It was just, it was an amazing experience, man. We played against teams from around the world. Teams from around the world. Some of the best players in the country. We made some connects with some areas. That's why we got Detroit time to do a PYBL now because we, we linked up there. Hey, Motor City. It was what it was. We knew what, that our kids were better than a lot of other kids. I think we could have put a more together this year. We're trying to go back. Okay. Now everybody want to do a team though. So now it's kind of like spread out. Now everybody wants to do a team. Right. Get their guys together. So it's, it's watered down this year. Right. We're still putting the mob together. This time it's gonna be PYBL select with PYBL kids. Good. So we good. putting our mob in and we win regionals. Hopefully we get back. Cause I said when we lost, I said man, I gotta get back. I do this every year. I feel you. It was an adult the experience, which is crazy. You were there for like nine days. First of all, you didn't play after like four days. You were okay. there for like three days. You didn't play a game yet. You were in a parade. You just, just enjoying. Oh, yeah, they, they, was in a parade, right? It was a parade at Disney World. Yeah. Parade at Disney World. That's not an everyday thing, people. It's not, man. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience for those kids. And it was funny because they went at first. It was new last year. So people was out there like, oh, what you doing that for? You know, a kid like, oh, man, this ain't going to be no fun. Right. They get out there. They had the time of their lives. And, and I think it's funny. You know what I'm saying? I've noticed one thing is like, People always are quick to tell you, like, ah, that's not new. That's when they're not, not involved in it. Right, when they're not involved in it. And yeah. then when it blows up, they want to be quick they, to rush now, over now it. Now everybody want to do it now. Right. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just, just state this now. If you don't get on something on the ground level, don't be upset when it blows up and you're now trying to get your pennies together to keep up with it. Right. Okay? That, you know what I'm saying? That, that's one thing I definitely, definitely want to stress to the world is stop waiting for what's hot. And just get on what is hot if it's reasonable. All right. I'm not saying jump on any and everything that's new, but something that is stapled in the community that has a proven track record and that definitely walks the walk that it talks in the sense of we're here for the kids and we're we're definitely, definitely family oriented, which is also again geared towards the kids. Premier Youth Basketball, man. Invest invest, invest in the Premier League Basketball League because they're for the kids. And who doesn't want to invest in the kids? You'd be an idiot not to. They have next up. Right, and we, we never try to throw out the black-owned card to people. Right, right, but, know, but but it is. But it is. Ding. You know, but, you know, we never try to throw that out there. We want to, you know, because we're for everybody. Right, exactly. But this is the thing that kills me with that, right? You'll see on Twitter, oh, we got to support each other and this and that. And then you got people arguing. My mom had the door for $5. Five dollars. People sneaking in the back door, having her to, to be on her, her best game and catch him be like, nah, 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 nah. Come on back to the front and and and, and See, pay you'll up. go somewhere, you'll go to somebody else's event and pay $25 at the door. Crazy. With no problem. Crazy. You'll support it. You'll go on Facebook and talk about it. You'll go on this and talk about it. You'll post videos. But then when PYBL asks you for five dollars, it's the end of the world. Ah, who else? You see, uh, y'all take card, cause yeah, I ain't got but- yeah, you go out of town, man. You go out of town with them other folks. I just say them other folks, and you get them whatever they want. Right. Whatever they want. You pay $25 to park, and then you pay $25 to get in the gym. And we're not even going to talk about probably what you had to pay to be on the team or whatever function. Exactly. For the event period. For the event period. 
And you come at us, we, uh, you know what I'm saying, support, man. Where's the support for us? That's what's frustrating. You know, we do, we do, a, lot of, we do a lot of work, but we get half the love. Facts. You know, we, we, we do so much work in our family. Me and Taryn, I had to stop working at my other job because this took all my time. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not a lot of us. It's, it's, you come to the gym, it's my mom, her father, me, Dave, and Lante. He's absolutely right. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Running the, running the league with 500 people that stretches from West Virginia through Delaware and Pennsylvania and Maryland. And, and it's only about four or five of us. And you know, but where, where's our love? Right. And he does it for y'all. Yeah. You know, he, he, he does it because he feels though this is something that y'all need. You know, he, he could easily have a nine to five and just do it for shits and giggles. But he's not. I think that's what separates us too is the, the love and passion that we put in what we do. We care about what we do. So many people got money grab events. Hmm. And I know what the money grab events are, but again, they love those. You know what I'm saying? Money grab events that ain't for the kids. And we're we're not that. You know what I'm saying? So where's where's the love and where's the support? It's frustrating that you have a kid miss our game to go play a rec game. Very true. That, like, that, where, where is he at today? Oh, you know, we had such and such, such and such. And then you play on, and I'm going to just be honest, you play on a mom and pop AAU team, a really low-level team, and they'll miss our game for, you know, one of their games. Like, do you know it's 20 coaches in the gym and watching you play today, but you're missing this to go swim where nobody is? See, true. the assumption is, you know, AAU that everybody's watching. People, it's too many AAU teams. Nobody's watching you play. And majority of the time, I feel people come out to the AAU games just to see the big-name players on the yeah. big name team. But so this is the thing in this area now, if if I can go in one gym and see fifty of the top kids in the area in one day, and, and then I go to another gym and see two, why would I go to the gym and see two when I can see them all at once? You're right. Parents, high school coaches do not look at your rankings in fourth, fifth, sixth grade. It doesn't care to anybody, nobody cares but you. And I'm sorry, they don't. And the thing with that is it's good, it's cool to see that your son is getting shine, your daughter's getting shine, but take it for what it is, you know, it really doesn't mean much of anything. It doesn't. So you're going to these events, you say it's an exposure. Exposure to what? <laughs> Nobody that's going to help you in the basketball world is at this event. I'm going to go to an exposure event in Missouri. There's not one high school coach in this area, and your kid is in the seventh grade. There's not one high school coach in this area that's going to do anything for your kid at an event in Missouri. Right. There's not a college that is looking at your kid in Missouri. Unless your kid is seven feet tall in seventh grade, a college is not looking at your child. Right. Because the only thing they'll look at that young is size because they're not going to get any shorter. Very true. You know, if you got a kid that's 6'10", he's going to get offers. But they're not looking at you as a 5'10", 7th grade guard in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> when you could just spend 45 minutes of a drive, go to D.C., Maryland, stay in Virginia. Yeah. And play get, a PYBL yeah. game, 45 or less. Hey, play PYBL. Play PYBL. And you know what? People that matter are watching. The whole DMV is watching the PYBL. And that's, that's your next step from middle school to high school. You know, Louisville, oh, you know, it was a coach there. We saw Louisville there because... He wasn't watching your kid. <laughs> he, probably had a, he probably had a cousin there or, or a friend or something that was there, but he wasn't watching to watch your kid play. And they go to these, these events, these camps. How are you going to evaluate 300 kids in two days? You're right. It's physically impossible. So they go to these exposure camps. So what they do, this is the trick to those camps. They have, they, the kids that they know of, they'll put on teams together. Right. So everybody's putting a team. So the kids they know they'll put on teams to give health teams play each other. Right. So they can see those kids. But if they don't know you, you literally might be in a corner playing against the same team over and over again. It happens. Right. These are facts. These, these, are, these all, are facts. These are facts. You cannot evaluate 300 kids in a weekend. So how do you do it? How do you make sure you see the best ones? You make sure they play each other. Right. So you see, but those other kids, those kids, two, like 150 to 300, you don't care about those kids. Thanks for your $250. 
Mm. You know, you got the experience. You're just another dollar in the checkbook. You are. Basically. You are. And those kids, they're looking at they didn't even pay. Facts. Yeah, yeah, real facts. Those kids, they're looking at they didn't even pay. <laughs> See, now, now he's going behind the scenes with it. We, we I mean, gotta, being real, you get those on. kids, <laughs> you put the top kids on the fly, you say he's coming, then you get the other lower kids say, well, if he's going to be there, I want to come too. Right. And the crazy part is you pull up expecting to see the kid, and then you get the day of, ah, he ain't coming. He yeah, backed yeah, out. Yeah, he's he, back down. He going to someone else's camp. And right. it's like, wow. Um, so I guess to pretty much wrap up, you know, the fact of the question is who runs the DMV? Um, if you don't know, you need to know, I'm going to step on a limb and say it's the premier youth basketball league for sure. Hands down. Um, this is a question for me to you. Um, what's one thing you want people to remember you, James Parker? What, what's James Parker's legacy? What, what, what you going to leave on the world, Parker? Like. What, that, what that, that I did my part to further the game of basketball in my home, the DMV. I want to be like Boo Williams out here. You know, I want when when I'm sitting down, I want people say that he helped make basketball in his home a better place. And I think that that's all we can do as humans, as individuals, man, make our home better, make make our world better. So my my point, my place in the world is basketball. You know, and through that, I want to make where I'm from, the place I love, the DMV. I want to make that better through this game. And I think that we're doing that. We're allowing more kids opportunities to, to go to schools that otherwise wouldn't have never known they existed beforehand. You know, we're, and we're helping kids pass the PYBL. You know, we're still connecting with kids and, and helping them get here, helping them do that. So that's what I want to be. I want to be someone that's remembered as someone that, that furthered basketball in my home. You okay. know, I think that's one of the biggest things you can do as individuals, just further your situation, further your family, make sure that your home is better than what it was when you started. Okay. Well... Parker, um, it's been a great show. I've had an amazing time interviewing you. Um, now it's pretty much your time to take over the platform and pretty much tell the world any and everything that they you feel they need to know, man. All right. Well, well, as far as PYBL, our rules and regulations to our league, we play high school rules, eight-minute quarters with a shot clock. First league in the area to have a shot clock, by the way, at this age group. Um, and our kids are spectacular, man. If you have a kid that's this middle school age that can play, I'm talking about play, play. I'm not talking about he outside and he got a little shot to him. I'm talking about like if he's legit and can play, get him out to the PYBL. Get him out to the PYBL. You'll be around like-minded individuals. You'll be around people that can play the game of basketball and looking to do more things with it. And I think that if you're a high-level player, you need to be there. Um, Talent-wise, man, I'm just so proud of our kids across the, across the grid right now. We've done so many things. I just, just want to continue the process of what we're doing and keep getting better. Um, this next class, the 7th grade class, is really good. 8th grade, was, a, I think this was a down class this year. I think 7th grade class is pretty good. It's going to be a heck of a summer. We start our boys' playoffs on Monday, March 3rd, or March 5th, whatever, whatever day, 5th, 5th, 4th, whatever. Our championship's next Thursday. I don't know when this is, this is airing next week. So our championship is on Thursday. Um, our championship's on Thursday. It, we don't know where it's going to be at, but stay tuned with our website, pybl.org, or on Instagram. You'll see that. So, as always, thank you so much, Parker. Um, I hope we definitely highlighted your league into the world, and in the light that it needs to be shined is that play PYBL. If you're the best, come play with the best, so that way you can hopefully go on to bigger, better things and beat the best in collegiate or NBA. And don't be scared. Mm-mm. Yeah, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Yeah, Come man. on, play. See where you stand. Right. If you don't do well, you know what you need to work on. Right, right. And and also, we, we encourage celebrations, too, um, for those parents out there that get a little sensitive. Oh, no. 
No, no, no. You get dunked on. Ah, beat your chest. You know what I'm saying? Mr. We took their hearts. What's up, Brian? Man, it's a My jungle. Man. It's a jungle. My man. So it's a jungle. I just want to thank everybody again for listening to episode one. If you haven't, go back and do it. Tune into this one, episode two. We air every Monday bi-weekly at 12 a.m. The episode drops. And as always, I'm your man, Mr. Worldwide Jeff. This has been the Worldwide Jeff Show. God bless and be safe. Peace.